0: Today, I want to talk about passion, passion. I am Latina. There is a cultural difference between Latinos and traditional Americans. Latinos, it's part of our, like embedded in our culture, in the lyrics to our songs, in the food that we cook, and the music that we listen to, the beats, it is it is part of who we are, our thoughts. I grew up, you know, I got married at 17, so I grew up being a mommy, blah, 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 blah. But I had a sister-in-law, and she used to sit there. And when I was younger, I tried to watch novelas. It was part of our culture, man, to watch these novelas. Novelas are Spanish soap operas. And I will tell you, there is a difference between... The English soap operas and the Spanish ones. Now Spanish ones have a quicker clip. Anyway, and now I'm trying to justify it, (laughs) but I used to watch them. My family used to watch them. Literally, it's kind of part of the Latin culture. From like what six p.m. to like eleven o'clock when the last one ends. There's novellas pretty much on on most Latino households. Like if you're from Latin America and you're like an actual Latino, you're gonna have some novellas on. So, anyways, my sister-in-law at the time she tried to sit there and watch them with me one time and she's like oh my gosh she was so critical of this particular part of my culture she's like they're so dramatic there's i cannot believe how dramatic they are and so she'd sit there and like just make fun of them the whole time and i'm like girl just quit i'm trying to watch my show <laughs> um anyways so these novelas were on and and she had this whole you know commentary on what It was happening and it was funny to me. But fast forward to today, my daughter dating a a Mexican boy a few months ago. And he was like straight up Mexican, like born in America, but his parents were Mexican. He was very traditional in his Mexican ways with the whole altar and everything, the offerings. Anyway, she is half white and she even says that's that's her mild half, right? So she's never dated a full-on Mexican or full-on Latino. And she was really spooked. Really spooked by the intensity of the way he expressed himself. After one week of dating, this boy was planning their whole life together. He was, like, talking about how much he loved her and... He saw his whole life with her, and I'm like, oh, cringing at the thought because, you know, I can relate. (laughs) I am very, very passionate, and now I'm seeing the flip side of it. I'm like, ooh, this is what it must look like to Anglos when uh, Latinos are this passionate. It must be cringy because now my daughter is cringing, and she's spooked by this kid, and uh, I just tried to explain to her the cultural difference, the passion, the cultural difference in passion. It's in our lyrics. It's in the beats to our music. It's in the way we speak to one another. It's in our expressions, in the way we touch, in the way we look, in the way we relate, in our customs, in our norms. It's in everything. Passion isn't something that you just Close the door and have it in your bedroom. Passion is is a way of life. Which leads me to today's daily motivation that I shared. This is a quote. What everyone forgets is that passion is not merely a heightened sensual fusion, but a way of life which produces, as in the mystics, an ecstatic awareness of the whole of life. Close quote. That's from Anaïs Nin. From my memoir, passion is indeed a way of life. It's my way of life. A woman approached me when I was panting and out of breath after a leg day superset. She admitted that at first she was intimidated to do so, but that she felt compelled to convey her thoughts. She shared that she had been watching me work out for some time, and that what impressed her most is my fearlessness at others' opinions. As we stood in front of the mirror, I pointed at my own reflection as I spoke. Quote, I am accountable to that person. I wake up to her and I can't run to any place where she won't find me. I owe it to her to give it my all. Opinions don't burn calories and disdain won't build muscle. I do this because I owe it to myself and to no one else. She turned to me and said that those words were exactly what she needed to hear in that moment. I thanked her. She thanked me. I felt a great sense of gratitude for her and her willingness to share her story with me. I felt humbled. I felt grateful to be alive and to have had that moment. Passion is born of clarity. I see things for what they truly mean to me. There is bliss and beauty in the most minute details of life, in the things that mean something to me. People become a gift. The time, space, and probability necessary to produce a single encounter with another person is humbling. I make it a point to recognize the imperceptible threads that connect the whole. It is a fount from which I draw to nourish passion as a way of life. Passion for me is living awake. Passion for me is living awake. Think about what that means to you. I mean, every single moment with me, every single look, every single touch, every single breath I take on this earth is purpose. And I guess purpose could be filled in for passion. At least with me, you know, what is passion more than a clear and deliberate purpose, When I look at the man that I love, when I stare into his eyes, is it passionate? Rather than me answer that, I will let you determine that. I will express to you what is happening behind my eyes as I look into those of my beloved. When I look, I don't just casually look. There is purpose. As I'm looking into those eyes, I am aware of every detail. The eyelashes, the gradients from the root to the tip, it goes from darker to lighter. And it just fans out at the very, very tips against the sunlight. irises, the color, the angle at which the light hits it. How does it affect the shade of the color in those irises? The pupils, as they speak, as they form words, how do they change? They expand, they contract. Those irises are a visual for me of the excitement and passion in their own words. Then the irises themselves, there's flecks, little tiny speckles that are unique to that, that set of eyes. And I memorize, I memorize the tear ducts. I memorize the lashes, the lids. Everything about those eyes, the eyebrows that frame those eyes. And I drink in that vision. I drink in that view of those eyes. And those eyes then become my anchor when I close my own eyes and we are a part I think of those eyes I think of the feeling of witnessing those eyes and hearing the vibrations of that voice and even when the voice is away I still have the impression of those eyes So you tell me, okay? (laughs) You tell me, is that passion? Is that passion? Okay? You just answer that? You got your answer? Is that passion? The way I look into those eyes, is it passionate? All right. Now, what made that moment, what made that simple thing of staring into these eyes, what made it passionate? Break it down it becomes about purpose it becomes about conscious action it becomes about being fully awake fully in your self fully you know so if you think about it that way passion like i said in the beginning is about living awake So how do we live awake so that we can be more passionate? Well, there are practical things to be more passionate. Practical things. Are you going to be as deliberate and purposeful if you're tired? No, you're not. My previous post was about choosing good, better, best. You know, sometimes you have to let go of the good to be the best. Women tend to do this very much. I will tell you this as a mother. We tend to make running a household and children a priority. And taking care of others a priority. And here's what happens. How can you be passionate if you're freaking tired, if you're exhausted mentally, if you're exhausted physically? You're not. You cannot be passionate when you've overextended yourself. In order to be passionate, you have to be awake. In order to be awake, you have to be rested. Okay? First, first step, logistical step in, in developing more passion in your life. Get rest. Be rested so that you can be awake. Purpose. Where does my purpose come from? And, and I'm telling you, I'm, right now, I am giving you the insights. I'm pulling back the curtains. I am giving you exactly what makes me tick. What makes me who I am? What happens behind my eyes? So now you have purpose. Where does purpose come from for me? For me, it is gratitude. You take my best logistical self. I'm rested. I'm fed. I'm strong because I exercise. I'm, I'm in my full self. I am awake. Next is the purpose part. Gratitude. Gratitude is what steps in in that moment. This isn't just some set of eyes that I'm looking at. This set of eyes made its way into my life through lots of cosmic threads coming together and creating this moment. Oh my gosh, just thinking of that. To think of that, what it takes for any encounter with another person, any encounter, what had to happen to bring those two people together in that moment to have an exchange. So yes, my purpose in looking into the eyes of the people who I love, it's just very much filled with gratitude and it's it's moment-to-moment gratitude. It's being able to say, yes, more of this, please, to the universe. I'm looking into these eyes and I am emphatically saying, yes, more of this, please. More of this feeling, of this love, of this sensation, of this moment, of this, these eyes, this voice. More of this love in my life. And so, yes, looking into a pair of eyes and memorizing every tiny detail becomes an exercise in purposeful gratitude. So, passion in just staring into a set of eyes becomes about gratitude and being purposeful in that moment. So, now you have a rested body, you're fully awake, and you have purpose through gratitude. Action. Action is what's next. Now you've nurtured, you've harnessed this passion, you've prepared your body, you've prepared your mind. You're strong, you're healthy, you're whole, and you're awake. Now. You've harnessed and nurtured that gratitude, that purposeful gratitude. The next step is naturally to act on it. You understand these things. You understand and you're fully awake and you're ready to engage life in a meaningful way, in a passionate way. So be bold. Take action when the opportunities are present themselves. Take a moment to be awake and exercise that gratitude and exercise your faculties and be present. Be fully in the moment and understand that that moment is a gift. You've taken the time to prepare your body and your mind. You've harnessed the gratitude to understand the meaningful, the, the, profound level of connection in that moment so now be there take action to act on it to express it to really go inside yourself and determine what it is you're feeling and then articulate it share it express it and let it blossom from the seeds Of what it started out as when you just casually looked into those eyes to really, really engaging in them, drinking in them, drowning in them, and expressing. Take the moment, the next step, the action to express it, to communicate it, to live it and breathe it, and give that as a gift. Give your attention, your gaze, your touch, your breath as a gift. This is passion. This is purpose. This is living awake. So not to get too heavy. (laughs) I just gave you those keys. If somebody says, I need you to be more passionate, I'd like more passion in my life things are kind of dull, any of these hints that say, hey, you know, passion's lacking. I just gave you a step-by-step on how to create more of that because it's there. But most of our lives, we live on autopilot. We don't think about things. We don't take a moment to really ponder things. You know, I will say I'm, I'm pretty freaking spoiled, man. I have lived my life The great majority of it inward because i can because i've made it my point my my life's goal to take the inner journey and in order to take the inner journey i don't work outside the home i get it so i have had these years these decades in which i have developed the privilege of being able to have the time to think about these things to break down what passion is to break down what love is to really live consciously within myself because I'm not programmed by anything external. So take my privilege, take my life's work and use it. You know, you might have a job, you might be busy, you might be totally rushed and you might not have time to think about these things, but here you are, here you are listening to my podcast and what you're listening to is maybe something you haven't thought about. And take it and use it. This episode right here was about passion. And that is one thing I thrive on. I am a passionate human being. <laughs> I am a, a very passionate woman. But I have thought about it. I have I have broken it down. And this is what it is. It is... To be awake physically, be prepared physically to be awake, to be grateful with purpose, purposeful gratitude. And then act, act and have that action be a fire and have that fire fueled by that gratitude and the action propelled by your physical preparation for it. There's the grand scheme of things. Now you have a tiny little homework assignment, all right, to apply it, the application of the concept I just explained. The next time you look into the eyes of the person you love, apply what I just shared with you. Try it. See if they notice, particularly if they've said that passion is lacking try it. Be purposeful. Outline their eyes. Trace their eyes with yours. Memorize every detail in it. That's your homework assignment. Go live passionately. Go live awake.